Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. back with you for another week on the Steve Jones Show, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Sean Carey and Steve Jones on his way into the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury and Sunbury Motors Kia on the Strip, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Lots of ways to get in contact with us. Our email, stevejones at wkok.com. Steve Jones at WKOK.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Jones PSU. On our website, SteveJonesShow.com. Following our live shows, we post our podcasts there. You can also listen to our podcast on both iTunes and Google Play. So we invite you to, scri- to uh, subscribe to either one. And if you do listen to us on iTunes or Apple Podcast, do not hesitate to leave us a review. All right, so tonight we've got... Game number four, Stanley Cup final. Pittsburgh with a 5 nothing loss, a 5-1 loss on Saturday night against Nashville, but that was pretty much a quiet storm. Nashville with their first ever uh, Stanley Cup game and first ever Stanley Cup final game uh, ever played in the state of uh, Tennessee. So it was kind of a perfect storm on Saturday night. Pecorine played a lot better. So we'll see if the Pens can bounce back, and we will have some more hockey talk later on this afternoon. And also, since we're now getting into June... We'll definitely have some more baseball talk, and one of the uh, simply outstanding baseball writers in the country uh, with a phenomenal resume and track record uh, with the Washington Post, Dallas Morning News, and for uh, several years was a baseball writer for the Houston Chronicle, Richard Justice. Uh, He's now with MLB.com. Richard will be joining us uh, in an hour at about 4.06 this afternoon here on WKOK. By the way, our Monday show, always brought to you by Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury. Go to PurdyInsurance.com and uh, check your policy. Maybe time to do, I know we're getting into summertime, but Maybe time to do some spring cleaning with your policy to make sure when something happens, you get the right coverage and also the best service that you expect. And, of course, that's all with Purdy Insurance. On Market Street in Sunbury, go to purdyinsurance.com. Also, this is the week of the Belmont, so we will definitely have some horse racing conversation uh, ramping up here as we count down to the third and final race of the Triple Crown coming up this Saturday in New York. And we'll have some, of course, uh, you know, before every Triple Crown race, uh, we have uh, Dick Girardi. Dick will be coming on later this week on the show, get his predictions. And also we'll have one of the top horse racing analysts from NBC Sports uh, scheduled to join us tomorrow as well. 
NBA last night, Golden State taking a 2-0 lead in the series in the NBA final, 132-113 over Cleveland, but ironically enough, Golden State was up 2-0 last year. So that is the burning question. And routed them in both games, too. They sure um, did. They sure did. So I guess, yeah. so do we do we jump the gun and say that the series is over? I mean, some did that last year and got burned on that. No, but Duran is a difference this year, but yeah. still... We'll see how they play in Cleveland. I was thinking Clay Thompson. I was thinking, you know, the the, the more and the better Clay Thompson shoots. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just another. Yeah, that's just another in the arsenal there. What Clay ended up with? What twenty two last night? I believe. Oh yeah. yeah, that was the depressing part for Cleveland. But Clay Thompson has not been. Now, let me preface this by saying this: Clay Thompson's played really well defensively the entire playoff, but we all know what a great shooter he can be. He hasn't shot the ball well during the course of the playoffs until last night. It was one of those uh-oh moments. Uh-oh. Now he's going to shoot. If he shoots, you go with Curry and Durant. Houston, we got a problem. Simple as that. Uh, Richard Justice is going to join us on the show today. From MLB.com. Jonathan Bomboy is going to join us on the Pittsburgh Tribune from Nashville to talk about the Penguins and the Preds playing game four tonight. Lafitte Pinkai joins us later in the week. That'll be tomorrow. Yep. Dick Girardi later in the week. Cannot have the Belmont without him before. No. Mm. And also, we're going to have a writer who wrote the book on why Boston rejected the Olympics. Oh, I'll let the suit know. That's a must listen for him. By the way, I, I don't know about you, but I registered at Dollar General for suit life. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Worked out better than I thought. Cool. <laughs> you need me to swing by Family Dollar or Dollar Tree? I can do that tonight on the way home before Game Four. <laughs> I got five bucks. Sure. Go for it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the only time in my life I've ever had to register for a graduation. <laughs> But they picked the right spot. All right. So we got a lot going on this week. Uh, The guest about the Boston deal is going to be really intriguing, I think. Because let's go back. Let's keep it within the scope of uh, the family. And Tony not being on the show, what, 10 days ago, maybe? Mm-hmm. That sounded about right. Right. And I always ask him at the end, okay, you're doing trends year and a half, sometimes two years out, what's hot, what's not. What was the first thing he said that wasn't hot? Olympics. Yep. The first thing he said. And he talked about, you know, and this will go to our guest on, I want to say Wednesday. And 
what makes this interesting is that the Olympic Games have gone with the safe choices. And that's fine. That's perfectly within their, you know, they want to go with safe choices. That's perfectly fine. And that means that South Korea is next year. And South Korea, I'm sure, will do a great job putting the games on. But again, for the American audience, what does that mean for us? It means we get to watch the Olympics on tape. 2020. Tokyo, first time there since 1964. That means we will get to watch the Olympics on tape. Okay. 2022, the Winter Games go to Beijing. You know what that means? We get to watch the Olympics on Tape. Well, who knows? By then, we may have three, four, maybe five different Olympic channels airing it live. But <laughs> that is, if you want to watch something in the middle of the night, <laughs> I doubt. So here's the here's the risk you run if you're NBC on stuff like that. Let's pick an event. Skiing. Salem Michaela Schifrin wins a gold medal. And, of course, during the course of the day, all of us here are reporting that she won a gold medal. What is the inclination for NBC the publicity is great. She won the gold medal. So people are going to say, you know what, I heard she won the gold. I'd like to see that. That's a check mark plus. Okay. Now let's get to the next part. What if in the same event, no American wins a medal? What are the odds that you want to watch it? Not much. It just, that's the risk they run with this. The risk they run with it is, what if the Americans don't do well? How inclined are you to watch? When we all can't be like the suit and say, oh boy, when biathlon comes on, I'm a big fan of the dude from Finland. Nope. That's the problem. That is the problem. And because of that, <laughs> that then since that's the issue you face, 
they're counting desperately on the Americans to do well. We'll talk to them about this. I mean, because Boston, if they were going to put it to a vote, I can tell you right now, in Boston, there is no way on the planet this thing's passing. And they knew it. And they knew it. There was no way that was going to pass if they gave the voters a chance. And that's the problem they're facing everywhere else. The Women's World Cup in soccer is a good example. All right? Remember Abby Wambach complained, and which I understand completely why she complained, about the fact that they were playing on um, artificial turf and the men play on and the men play on grass. It's a requirement. You must play on grass. Well, the women didn't. So at a press conference, she complained about the second-class treatment. Until <laughs> she got the bad news. Um, Abby, they're the only ones that bid. And that has become an issue with several of these events now. Guess what? There aren't a lot of bidders anymore. And that's the problem. Not a lot of people are bidding. Because they don't see the economic viability of it. I think they look and then, at the, the overall logistics. It's like, oh boy, we have to build this venue, that venue. Oh man, this is another venue we're going to have to build. And just hearing about, you know, Tony telling us in his more than one visit since last summer. I mean, just all the uh, you know destitute areas of Sochi and Rio uh, that are now barren that were filled with Olympic uh, athletes. Not even right. you know, a year or two ago. Right. Exactly. That's that is the issue that you have with all of this. Is that once it's done, hey, we got a velodrome. Terrific. <laughs> Great. Got a velodrome. What do we do with it? Nobody knows. I think that. last summer in Rio, wasn't that the last venue that finally got finished? It was. Yeah. They were still right. gluing it together with <laughs> with a few days to right. go. <laughs> right. And and again, this this is the problem they have. Problem they have is that once it's done, you know, don't get into all this. Uh, you know, we love life. Uh, we'll use it as a training center. They have Olympic training centers. They're not going to go the hey, Let's. Let's have a great tournament in Boston every year for the... No. No, I don't want to... People are not... No. It's the Olympic Games. So since it's the Olympic Games, they'll they'll be more willing to watch. After that, they're not willing to watch. And that's that's the problem they've got. We'll talk to them about that on Wednesday. I think it's going to be fascinating. Um, I can... I sense the suit's already furious we booked it. Nah, he can deal with it. Maybe he'll have a meeting. Maybe he'll have a meeting at the time when we do the interview. 
<laughs> oh, oh, you're being serious. Uh, I'm sorry, you're being serious. I, I, uh, yes and no. I, I, yeah, yes I and apo- no. I apologize. That was kind of a loaded statement. <laughs> I thought you were kidding for a second. We'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Purdy Insurance. When you buy insurance, it's serious business. Because if something happens and you don't have the right coverage, you're out of luck and maybe out of business. So if you need insurance, business, home, auto, or flood, ask your agent about Selective. No gimmicks, just great coverage and great response. Get to know your local Selective agent, Pretty Insurance, on Market Street in Sunbury or at prettyinsurance.com. Find out what Pretty Insurance can do for you. I believe I bought a suit light, an ounce of silver for his graduation. Nice. Investments. Well, I wanted to do it before it went up. <laughs> Inflation. Well, I get concerned. Timing is everything. It's, look, this is the thought that counts. Sure. And that's the story you and I are sticking with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you and I are sticking with that story. You got it? <laughs> it's thought that counts. Same page. I'm on it. <laughs> it's what we do, brother. <laughs> we stick together. Right. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> oh. Who will yeah, cry? Who will cry more at commencement, the suit or Mrs. Suit? Uh, depends on whether the two of them realize how much money they're going to be paying for the next level. <laughs> <laughs> this, this part, this this part was taken care of with property taxes. <laughs> So now we're going to get to the hard part. The hard part means that, uh, uh, let's see here. (laughs) We got to do what now? (laughs) Not good. Uh, I think uh, who will cry more? Uh, Let's see. Now let's think about. Was it? It's uh, what? Jessica? Rebecca. Rebecca. You knew Rebecca. that. Rebecca. You knew that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, Rebecca. This means that at some point, Suit Light has to leave and go to school, correct? Which means she's home alone with. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me who's going to cry. There you go. <laughs> Deal breaker. Hey, look, all I do is I point out certain facts. <laughs> <laughs> That's valid. <laughs> well, believe me, <laughs> he can't work enough for her. <laughs> 
When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Purdy's have served this great valley for decades. And they've done it with a personalized touch that has put the customer first every time. They'll find you the right insurance at the best price, and if there's a claim, they'll act as if it happened to them. They'll go to work for you right away to make sure it is taken care of. And I don't care what kind of insurance you want. They have it. Everything from personal to business. It is Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. I'm in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Known to some as beautiful downtown Hummel's Wharf, where the suit could be king. As if he wished. Could be. All right. Let's get to uh, this day in sports history. And on this day in sports history, 1927, Johnny Weissmiller set two world records in swimming events. He set the record in the 100-yard and 200-yard freestyle swimming competition. Eventually, he went on to get the role as Tarzan in the movies. 1963. The NHL held its first ever amateur draft. 21 players were selected. Montreal chose first and selected uh, Gary Monaghan. It was also on this date in 1967, 50 years ago today, that the NHL doubled in size. This is one of the more significant days in hockey history. They doubled in size from the original 6 to 12. They officially added the Minnesota North Stars, who are now the Dallas Stars, the Oakland Seals, who are now technically the Dallas Stars. (laughs) I'll get to that in a moment. The L.A. Kings, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Philadelphia Flyers, and the St. Louis Blues. 1973, the first hole-in-one in the British Amateur Golf Championship by Jim Crawford. 1989, the Blue Jays lost their debut game in the Sky Dome to the Milwaukee Brewers. 
1991, Brett Hull of the St. Louis Blues won the Hart Trophy. What made it interesting is that it's the first time a father and son had each won it, his father, Bobby Hull. Now, I said that the Oakland Seals, that the Dallas-Minnesota North Stars, they have the Minnesota Wild now, but that the Minnesota North Stars are now the Dallas Stars, and then I said the Oakland Seals, I said, well, they're actually also the Dallas Stars. You're like, okay, how's that possible? The Oakland Seals moved... They changed to the California Golden Seals. But then eventually moved to Cleveland. Become the Cleveland Barons. And then they merged with the Minnesota North Stars. That's why they both franchises are the Dallas Stars. Useless information that you can only find here. Useless. Lafitte Pinkai on the show tomorrow. Dick Girardi coming up on Friday. And Richard Justice in the next half hour. Looking forward to it very much. Talk some Major League Baseball with Richard Justice. That that will be a lot of fun. And we'll also have a writer on who wrote a book, who penned a book on Wednesday about why Boston and the Olympics did not end up being a fit. And I've, ta- and I've talked about this briefly, but I was, I was talking about Canada. And they, Kazakhstan bid for the Olympics. Or excuse me, bid for the Women's World Cup. My apologies. They bid for the Women's World Cup, but then they pulled out. Canada was the only one left. Kazakhstan also bid for the 20... I think, I think for the 2018... No, 2022 games. Winter games, they bid for it. And then they pulled out again. Now, I expect Paris to get the 2024 games and Los Angeles to get the 2028 games. But again, what's happened? It's down to two cities. And that's because in the Final Four, two of them already pulled out. There are a lot of people that, a lot of cities now, look, they don't have the economic means to do this. People are running out of money. Cities are running out of money. What do you need your money more for in a city? Schools and roads? Or a two and a half week track meet? Yeah, you'll drop people in by the millions, but is there a greater economic benefit? That's a long term difference maker. That I can't answer. That's why I'm going to have him answer the questions coming up on. Wednesday. But that will be fascinating, I I think, to get his perspective. Uh, Boston, which was, had won the uh, U.S. bidding rights, looked like a pretty heavy favorite to win it. 
and then pulled out. Because if they put it to a referendum, they know they would have lost. Not good. Russia has the World Cup next year. Qatar has it in 2022. Are you kidding me? Five countries today broke off diplomatic relations with Qatar. Five countries. Broke off diplomatic relations with Qatar today. That's... uh... That tells you something, doesn't it? <laughs> Amazing. So, that's where we are. Uh, Penn State football camps are going on right now. Players are working out right now. Getting ready for the upcoming season. Uh, One note on Fox. Did you notice something about the Penn State-Ohio State game? A few weeks ago when they were promoting that Fox would have the Michigan-Ohio State game, that uh, you saw in the background Ohio State, Penn State. Well, they meant they were going to pick it up, which they did. But did you notice the start time? 3.30. So you're asking yourself, why isn't that game in prime time? Right? Simple. This is the one downside to the Fox um, contract. That's the week of the World Series, carried by Fox. That's why Penn State, Ohio State's at 3.30. That's the reason why. They've announced, what, five kickoffs so far? More kickoffs they announce, the better. It has nothing to do with Penn State. It has to do with whatever TV tells them they're going to do with it. But announce as many kickoffs as possible. And I don't mind the 12 days. I really, as you know, mind the the six-day thing. I think that is one of the more single, ridiculous things I've seen in sports. Is the six-day, we'll let everybody know what time the game is going to be. It's ridiculous. I know they pay a lot of money, the networks do, but so do the people sitting down in the stadium. And you watch Nashville play tonight against the Penguins, and you listen to that crowd come right through the TV set. They will come through that TV set, and that's what TV wants. They want that ambiance flying at you through the TV set. So so TV people don't. Disrespect the people in the seats. Let them know ahead of time what time's the game. 
People invest a lot to go to these games, a lot of time, a lot of effort. You can help out the schools that play by giving them a little more time. So everybody knows what's going on. 12 days is fine. People know ahead of time they're used to that now. Six days? No. Six days is absurd. We'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Great to have you with us today on the show. Richard Justice coming up in just a few moments to talk about Major League Baseball. Been looking forward to that one for a while. Does a terrific job. And uh, have him on the show and talk with him about what he's seeing and observing in Major League Baseball. It's all coming up in a few minutes. I spent several decades as a writer for the Houston Ooh. Chronicle, ironically enough. Best team in baseball right now with 41 and 16. Houston. Who saw that That's coming true. after the switch to the American League just a few years ago? Sports Illustrated. Remember they did that cover? Mm hmm. Houston Astros. Champions 2017. What did they do that? 2015? Because everybody was looking at them and like, wow. Um, I think people were just genuinely impressed by how they had built the team. They really had built that team. And uh, done a great job with it. And uh, now you look at them and can't help but be impressed. So whomever came up with the Astros 2017 World Series champions knew what they were talking about. We'll talk to him about that. You get an interesting perspective because they're on a roll. They won, what, 10 in a row? They've won, what, 10 in a row, right? They have, yes. Ooh, amazing. Had a big year. Big, big year. Got pitching. They've got athletes. They are well scouted. You know, and to do what they're doing, you have to scout well. And I know that they use analytics. I understand that. They're a big believer in analytics. Big believer in it. But uh, they've made it pay off. They made it work. Fleece the Phillies. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Did I say that? Well, after that 10 nothing loss Friday night, at least they were able to get two out of three from the Giants. Yes, they did, as a matter of fact, which is great. They did get that, which is good. And uh, so that is the uh, – so they got going on. That's uh, We'll talk to them about that. And also about, you know, because the Yankees have, have, have gone the route of – 
of an organization that is relying heavily now on trades that they made with Farm System. Now, it's not like they haven't spent money. I mean, the Yankees still will spend money. And the Yankees did spend some money, for example, on Chapman. They spent money on Tanaka. So they've spent money on pitching. So they've done that. So it's not like they haven't spent some money, but they are relying on Judge, Sanchez, players like that. And to the credit of some guys like D.D. Gregorius, it's made a huge difference in how they put that thing together in New York. Huge difference. Gotta give, I mean, you got to give them credit. credit. Credit where credit is due. Pretty impressive. Now the question is, who can sustain what they're doing? Can Houston sustain what they're doing? Can the Yankees sustain what they're doing? Now, uh, what about the Orioles? What can they do? The Orioles had a good chance against the Red Sox this weekend. They kind of let it get by the boards. Price pitched well. They had sale on the ropes early and then didn't get them. That's painful when you do that. That is painful when you got a team that can run out. And I know it's still early in the year for a guy like uh, David Price. But Price pitched really well the other night. And then they then... The Red Sox got a 2-0 lead on Baltimore yesterday, and the Orioles came back with three runs in the first inning and then never scored the rest of the game. So that's where we are. I mean, we'll get into all that and more with him in just a, just a few minutes. And Lafitte Pinkai, guest on the Boston Olympic bid, Dick Girardi this week. Got a lot going on. A lot going on. It's the first time we've had Lafitte Pinkai on the show. Lafitte worked the Pennsylvania Derby last year with Dick. So he knows how the whole thing works. In terms of working with my broadcast partner, he knows that one. <laughs> so, so we're looking forward to talking with him very much. Very, very much. And then, of course, the Penguins play tonight. If I'm a Penguin fan, I'll tell you the one thing that worries me. Okay, the one thing that, if I'm a Penguin fan, here's what worries me about where they are right now. And it's it's quite simple. For the first time since the finals began, Pecorine played like Pecorine can can play. That's the one we sit and go, oh, no, really? Right now he's going to play? He's going to play like he's supposed to? Really? Uh-oh. That's the one area. Now, here's, but here's the other part. Have a little bit of fun with this, all right? The... What's, what's interesting about this one is this. The 
Penguins have given up five goals in a game three times in the playoffs. Each time they've come back and they've won the next game. So there you go. We have all sorts of great useless stats. <laughs> but we have fun giving it to you. Richard Justice next half hour brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Your station for news, weather, business, and CBS Sports Radio. News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury and on WKOK.com.